1: Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast with host Ralph
2: Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of the SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Street Chronicles. This podcast
0: is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis.
2: Ralph Malfred. All right. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. As always, we are yeah. yeah, baby. Seven and one. This The Happy Hour Podcast is sponsored by JLD Hot Sauces and Knives. Guys, they have the best hot sauce. Their award-winning hot sauce, Jolica comes in hot. Extra hot, my personal favorite. I was eating it on eggs this morning. And Thai flavors. They also have Reaper Madness Special Reserve made with reaper pepper from carolina and for the brave you can get the death shot it has the extract of 10 reaper chilies in each one ounce bottle jld also has the highest quality handmade knives you'll find anywhere including ones for hunting fishing and cooking they make a great gift for people that use knives a lot in your family you know that want good quality knives and are tired of having shitty knives from target that don't cut anything They have the best quality knives. So go to jldsharpsauce.com and use the code SAINTS. Get 10% off your order today. That's jldsharpsauce.com. Dave, you were at the game yesterday. Uh, The Michael Thomas touchdown celebration was fucking fantastic. And the people that hate it are old and boring and don't like fun. Was it as awesome and person as it was in TV, as it was watching it on TV? It was fucking amazing. I knew as soon as he went to the goalpost, I knew what he was doing, and I cackled like a schoolgirl.
1: Shit. <laughs> Sorry,
0: um, I lost <laughs> my what just happened? <laughs> yeah, Dave, did you just like
1: die or no. choke on a <laughs> I uh, John ranch I, or something? What? I knocked the 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 microphone out of the
0: port in my computer.
2: <laughs> That's almost as bad uh, as my evidently son Dave, yesterday. Dave was very
0: excited at you reenacting what happened.
2: Yeah. My so- my son ripped out my microphone yesterday as I started the patron-only podcast. But Kevin, he just came up and just ripped that shit right out. But but go ahead, Dave.
1: Anyway, anyway, um, I, 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 I it was hilarious. It was great. You know, 15 years after Joe Horn, uh, it was an homage. Um, he did
2: the oxygen mask after. He took it to another level. <laughs>
0: um, Any know- chance that part was happenstance?
2: No. No, that was totally <laughs> – yes, I've seen less commitment from top-quality cover bands or tribute bands don't, <laughs> aren't that committed.
1: Um, I, you know, it, it's, it's awesome that he got an actual flip phone. He didn't just, like, you know, use an iPhone or, or his phone or something like that. Uh, obviously, it was funny because, you know, and they discussed this, you know, like, where do you even go buy a flip phone nowadays? And he said they had to go to the – Liquor store. Props um, to Camara
2: for tweeting out the Dave Chappelle line.
1: Yeah, yeah, I saw liquor you. Liquor store, re- gun store, that. gun
2: store, gun store, liquor store.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I- I'm not an old fart. I think it was cool. It was awesome. But at the same time, I mean, and, and I know, and I know, Juge feels this way. I saw him on Twitter. You know, he's he he he, he said, "Oh, my head, you know, my head says it's wrong, but my heart says it's right." Uh, and I, I mean, I kind of feel the same way. Um, I, I would have zero problem with it if it was like a blowout game, um, <laughs> on either
0: side. Which, uh, when 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 Joe Horn did it, it was a it blowout. Was,
2: it was well, a blow
1: the fuck out. Michael yeah. Strahan is still bitter. The game, you could the see game it in his face. I don't. That's not true. What you guys are saying, actually, it was the the game ended up being a blowout. But at the time that Joe Horn did it, I think oh. maybe that put them up by like you know, uh. 10 points or 14 points, and it was only in the first half. Um, uh,
2: see, you have a better memory on that than me. I, I could have sworn. No, I up.
1: don't. I No, I don't have a better memory than you. We all know that that is absolutely patentedly. The YouTube video, and I looked at the clip. Um, <laughs> so, um, but uh, that, that being said, I mean, obviously, that touchdown in that moment was a pretty badass time to pull that out uh you know when 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 you've got the what you expect to be the the nail in the coffin touchdown in a pretty sick game uh you know that's a pretty badass time to do that i mean now here's 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 my thing though okay here's my thing there had to have been he had to have bought i'm hoping he's the smart he had to have bought <laughs> two cell phones, because how did he know that he was going to score in that end zone? So I propose to you that he actually put two cell phones and he put one cell phone in e- under each thing.
2: And here's the thing, though. Was it, was it, was it, uh, was it, has it been planned for, has he been, is was it just this week or had he been planning for a couple of weeks, Andrew? Because he hadn't scored in a while, Right. Yeah, and had a big game. So are the, have phone's the cell phones there, just been the sitting there?
1: Been there and, for like for four weeks.
0: There's been high school games and uh, and other he, shit going on. in the This I think he saved it for this week because you know the the stakes were high. Uh, you know they haven't played at home in a couple of weeks, right? So yeah, that's true. I, I think he would do it at home. And I, I just I don't know. I, I think it was because of the opponent, because of the enormity, and he knew. That everyone would be watching
2: and here here's the thing too and 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 Andrew, I think I said this like during his first season, and I don't mean it in a and I didn't mean it in a bad way then, and I don't mean it in a bad way now. Michael Thomas wants to be a fucking star, not just in the NFL, but he wants to be a star outside the NFL. he wants to catch all the passes, he wants to make all the money. And he wants to be like Odell Beckham. Now, you can knock that and you can say, I don't like that. You need to be for the team and, and don't showboat and all that. That isn't what he wants, dude. He wants to be a fucking star. He fired his... He, by the way, his agent like quit last week on him, which is odd. So, like, he wants to be a star. And he, like, he was the story that's of kind the of a bad, that's
1: to, That That's kind of a bad sign to me, by the way, that his agent quits on him. I mean... He's about to get paid. Yeah, he is. He's about to
2: get like $70 million guaranteed.
1: Right, and there's something so wrong that, that his agent is willing to just walk away from that money.
2: Maybe his agent was like an old white guy like Joe Buck and was like, if you do the cell phone thing, it was horrible 15 years ago. And if you do that, Michael, I am out.
1: You like, know what? Let me wait. tell you something. You know what old white guys like? They like money. They really like money. (laughs) It's true. It is true, okay? Um, They like like money. And for the most part, I think they'll put up with a lot of shit.
0: For the record, I am white. I'm not old. I am white, and I also like money.
1: (laughs) Uh, And and old white guys will do a lot of shit and put up with a lot of shit uh, to get said money. So, uh, I mean... My, michael Mike Thomas would probably any agent would probably love to have a Michael Thomas uh right now as far as m- money is concerned so I, I don't know that's to me that seems like a red flag I didn't even know that till right now I'm not, that I was, mean it's, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm off the cuff here
0: isn't this like his third agent in three years yeah or something? he
2: might be one of those dudes that like he you know I mean he wants and di- he wants endorsement. He wants to be a star, and the agent not getting it done, man. He wants this fucking State Farm commercial like Aaron Rodgers. Um, Andrew, I'm watching this game, and at first I was like, Camara doing his the, the first touchdown where he he had three Rams dudes surrounding him, and then he like disappeared, and he's in the fucking end zone. That was amazing. We talked about M- Michael Thomas having to set the record for most Saints re- receiving yards in a game. That was amazing. Breeze was amazing. But the thing that I think was most amazing is the Saints hadn't allowed a sack in two weeks, and, and we always say the offensive line is great. And mm-hmm. then I saw the highlights of the Minnesota Vikings, who played the Detroit Lions. They fucking murdered Matthew Stafford and sacked his ass ten times. Drew Breeze, I think he got hit three times by a Rams defensive line that is supposedly the most intimidating, badass defensive line in football, Drew Brees had pocket where he had fucking all day a lot of times. This offensive line is it better than 2011?
0: It might be. I don't. I do not throw this out lightly because 2009, 2011 offensive lines were incredible, but. You said it. I mean, let's look at the last three weeks. Going into the Ravens game, the Ravens had just sacked Mariota ten times. Then (laughs) they play the Saints. They sacked them once. Just once. Then they faced the Vikings. And you just talked about the Vikings who got ten sacks the subsequent week against the Lions. Zero sacks against Breeze. And then you've got the Rams who just traded for Dante Fowler. They already had Sue. Aaron Donald has 10 sacks already by by himself this season. And it's half the year. It took him half the year to get 10 sacks. And they had a goose egg in sacks. So over the last three weeks, you look at those defensive lines that are murdering everyone they play. And they had one sack in three games to show for it. Um, So I know Sean Payton does a great job scheming this stuff. Uh, by the way, that blitz pickup by Mark Ingram was unbelievable. But the best. Uh, I, I know they do a great job of scheming this stuff. I know Breeze gets the ball out quickly, um, but this offensive line is as good as any I've ever seen. Man, they are—they're playing amazing, especially in pass protection.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think I think I can make the argument, Dave, that of all the Saints' awesome rookie class from last year, the guy who has taken the biggest leap is Ramchek, and it's not even close. Like, everybody else has kind of regressed except Kumar who's still awesome. But, like, Ramchek has become, like, the best right tackle in football. Um, so I guess my question is, Dave, if the offensive line is this awesome, if it's as awesome as Andrew says it is, is this offense better than 2011?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so, who do you have in two 2000- thousand- do they still have Knicks in two thousand eleven or not? Yeah. that was yeah, his okay. last year yeah uh yeah i i I really do think so. I mean you've got armstead who's uh, bushrod was well who was who was two thousand eleven left tackle
0: was bushrod Bushrod because too?
2: Jamal Brown got yeah, the I mean, and was, goodwin, was goodwin, Johnny Jonathan
0: goodwin was good though, gone though right no, he was there as center.
2: Yeah, it was it was, uh, it was it was Bushrod. So um, the
0: only difference from the Super Bowl was Streif at right tackle. Yeah, yeah. Who I mean was I think arguably better than Stinchcomb. Right.
1: Yeah, but I mean you've got Armstead is significantly better when he's healthy, obviously uh, over Bushrod. I mean that's an upgrade. Um, you know, and then, like you just said, as far as Ramcheck is concerned, he could he could be the best right tackle in the entire league. So, you know, you're starting with uh, two incredible bookends. Um, so, yeah, this definitely could be. And it needs to be. It needs to be this good because, you know, they need Drew to be upright and they need <laughs> Drew to be able to, to do what he's doing, you know, make no bones about it. I mean, Drew is having an incredible season. uh, And a lot of that, uh, I'm sure he would say this too, is uh, in a lot of that is because of how well the offensive line is playing.
2: You know, you know, Andrew, the thing is with the Sean Payton offense that we, you know, we used to joke about it is like Devery Henderson and Meacham were like fantasy lottery tickets, right? Because the Saints offense was great, but they weren't consistent. And you never knew like when they were going to catch six for 90 and a touchdown, right? I feel like Michael Thomas isn't that in a sense that he's not a lottery ticket, obviously. But there's this sense of the Saints that in big moments and in big games, they really roll it out and are like, fuck it. We're going to Michael Thomas. You can't stop it. We don't do it every week. But when we need it, he's the guy that's getting the ball, and you have no answer. And the Rams, Marcus Marcus Peters got just turned to ash
0: yeah i was surprised i mean you know he was for a minute there maybe not the best corner in the league but certainly one of the best playmaking guys and uh yeah it just goes to show you know you gotta be careful about these trades and you know the rams uh, they mortgaged a lot of their future to get guys like that and uh you know it it kind nfl comes at you fast and you know when those guys start to regret and you give up your future for a guy like that and then you have to cut cut them and take a huge cap hit. Um, you know, it's not great. So
2: Well, I mean, the thing is the thing is to me with Kansas City is their defense is fucking horrid. It would be the equivalent of the Saints in two years shipping out Lattimore and their defense still being shitty. Like, why would you do that? Kansas City just didn't do it just because uh eh, you know they did they did it because they're like we're not paying him he's a knucklehead and all that, but I mean like it it it's almost like this offense they Dave the only weakness I can see with them is they they kind of suck on third and like more than eight but that's like being like who, a, the, who first the Saints yeah I mean they're they're they they don't complete
0: everybody sucks on third and more than eight.
2: Well, no, I mean some teams are good, like like Atlanta's. <laughs> Atlanta's been really good at it this year, but I mean like the Saints convert like in the bottom five of the league uh, at it. But is, is that, yesterday is that they fact? were really good, so they might have bumped up. But I mean, Dave.
0: But besides that's still that, just third I I think did you just make that up? Like, do you? Guys no, I didn't.
2: It's it was on Twitter. Today. I, saw, or I was on Twitter Friday. Up? I saw it. It was and it was a, it was a, it was an actual graph. It wasn't like a I forget who it was. It was one of the football outsider people.
0: Okay. Well I, I distinctly remember in this game, back to back third and more than eight and, and they picked it three, up yeah twice in a row.
2: They picked it up and I pinged the people that were saying it was terrible. But besides that, Dave, this that is offense such a,
1: that is such a specific <laughs> I mean, that's like that's like you were you're just looking for something. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like
2: that was gonna be my point. Like if we're if we're if we're arguing we're arguing about on Saints Twitter, we're arguing about the Saints not being good enough in third and long. I watch the rest of these teams like Buffalo has gone like forty possessions in a row without a touchdown. I mean, <laughs> it is the the definition of first world problems. But my larger point is
1: Well, by the way, uh I mean let's see here. I mean just in third down on third down in general, it looks like they're I can't get a ranking here, but I mean, it looks like they're better than the average.
2: They're better. They're way better than last year. They were going into the week they were 11th, and last year they were 19th. So they're way better. But I was. And I thought they, I heard. I thought I
1: heard Bobby Abar say on the way home today that over the last 12 years, the Saints were second behind only the Patriots in oh, third yeah. down.
2: Like Converter. last year. It was they were 19th, and it felt like they were a fucking disaster on third down because we're used to being in the top three. But my my point that I was getting to and making that making fun of all the Saints fans for for nitpicking the offense is: Do you see a defense, or do you see a plan that can st- can stop the fucking Saints? I mean, I don't see a, besides Cleveland, who really slowed the Saints down by whipping Unger's ass. I don't see a defense or a plan that's going to slow down the Saints and come in. I mean, the Saints could lose a playoff game. They could lose at home. But I don't see a team coming in here and being like, oh my God, they held the Saints to 16 points in a playoff. What the fuck happened? Like, I don't see that happening. I don't. Do you see a defense in the NFL that could slow down the Saints and hold them to under 24?
0: No, not really. I mean, you look at – I mean, they, they've played eight games and in four games they've scored over 40. Um, so half-third games they're putting up 40 points. So I really think the only thing that can stop the Saints offensively is themselves, seriously. I mean, you just look at the weapons. I think the, the wrinkle that has – made them unstoppable is Taysom Hill. I mean, we have gone through this whole podcast. We haven't even talked about Taysom Hill yet, and I think that's because he's kind of a footnote. You know, you've got Mike Thomas. You've got this ridiculous offensive line. You've got Kamara, uh, Breeze, of course. I mean, even, I, I would say, you know, Ben Watson had a good game, but I-, I would say even Mark Ingram gets mentioned before Taysom Hill. You know, he's, he's, a foot- the- he- he's a footnote in this offense, but, like, you look at that fourth down play where the ball's out stop of Breeze's hands. You can't. You can't. Because you, you've got you run this guy the pitch who has play. the football in his hands, and you're like, no, we've got to cover Breeze because he's going to throw it to him. And if it's most quarterbacks in the league and you've got Breeze bottled up, the play's over. But you've got a quarterback that runs a 4 forty, the ball in his hand, and there, there's literally no one on the Rams' defense that can run with him. Not one person. But he, he's the, the fastest guy on the field.
2: Like, you run that pitch play, and... Teams have practiced against it all week, and you're a safety, and you know it's fourth and one. What do you do? You know that if you go up to stop him on the run – there's a Saints receiver running fucking behind you, and he's not like he's not even like a Tim a Tim Tebow or one of these dudes where you run in Wildcat. Like he's a legit quarterback where he'll stop and maybe his accuracy isn't great, but if a dude's wide open, there's a probably like a ninety percent chance that he's gonna hit him. Like that play, Andrew, it's literally unfair. I don't know I don't know what you do except hope that your are your Defensive he's pretty, line he's gets so much pressure, pressure you, you I
0: pull mean, he, runs, he runs people over. I mean, he's hard <laughs> to tackle. He's a big dude. Um, but then you add his speed. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's just not fair. I mean, it's unbelievable that Sean Payton, of all people, gets to use this guy um, and, and be so creative with him. But he, look, man, Sean Payton, I think it's easy for guys when they've been successful to kind of rest on the laurels and not be as creative, but... I, you've got to give Sean Payton so much credit, especially at this stage of his career, to find a player like that and basically create a role out of nothing and, and create all these plays that have never been in his playbook before that we've never seen the Saints offense do. And he has basically tailor-made these plays for a guy who has a unique skill set and he's found a way to get him on the field with Drew Brees to utilize his assets. It's It's unbelievable that Sean Payton would pull this off. But, yeah, you hey, know
1: but, I, I've actually I, I wanted ahead. to mention this I've wanted to mention this for a couple of weeks actually and I've and I've never gotten around to it or I've just plain forgotten about it but you know we have been gushing obviously for obvious reasons about everybody on this team you know everybody's playing great this is a great football team uh, and I have wanted to for the past couple of weeks I wanted to say we really need to also gush over peyton i mean peyton you know breeze is having a top you know breeze is, is is having a career year even this late in his career uh taysom hill Kamara, mike thomas all these the offensive line everybody's having this this career year but but we we don't even mention sean Payton. i mean sean peyton himself i think is having uh, a career year a, uh, a, a a second life to his coaching career I would say um, I mean he's he, he, he He's he's gotten even more aggressive. I mean, he was always an aggressive play caller, but I mean, you know, he's kicked it up a, a notch now. Saint Saints have what gone gone for ten fourth downs, and they've gotten nine of them. I was going to say, uh, so Dave, I working too, but I mean, Peyton has. I mean, Andrew nailed it. I mean, he's he's created a new position with Taysom Hill. He's 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 got three. He you know he's got the three quarterbacks out there on one play. I mean, he is like a mad scientist at this point. I know he's having fun with it but he's like you just you have no idea what he's going to come up Dave. with in his little lab
0: that he's tinkering in and it's well, like it's like if Sean McVay did this like you'd be like well he's a young coach and he's energetic and he he's creative and he's you know he's eager and he's hungry to to get his name out there but Sean Payton's established like how many coaches like Ditka, for example, have we seen that had success <laughs> and just like think they know it all and and are never reinventing themselves? Like yep. John Payton's an old dog, yeah. you know, well, and he's a- learning new tricks. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. A- here's and the, I mean, he's
1: kind of he's 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 reinvented of himself, I think, by going back to uh, old Sean Payton to be quite honest with you. I mean, remember 2006? I mean, that's what everybody was talking about. Sean Payton was like changing the league and changing the offense, you know. And and he was, you know, he was a, a big deal. And obviously, you know, he's got comfortable and that kind of changed. And I think he's back again now to being a big deal, to being revolutionary well, with with the offense.
2: Well, Dave, I think he's kind of like you, where. For your Tulane shop, you're always on Instagram looking at the college kids, seeing what they like, seeing what (laughs) merch you can sell them and slap a Greek symbol on. You got to keep up with the trends, right? And you can't, like, rest, and and you got to do it, and you got to keep up with it, and some people don't want to do that.
1: Right, but Peyton Peyton is setting trends now.
2: Yeah, well, that's the thing, and, like... Sean Payton, he just he does it and he and he, and he enjoys it. The only other coach that I, I would say is is really close to him that's been in the league a while, Andrew is is Andy Reid. Like he's got Mahomes and he's fucking running the Big Twelve spread.
0: now. Yeah. All right. But I think right, it's right. a case you're, of you a- brought Mahomes, so I I need I need to say something here. Okay, we we've waited long enough for this. Okay, I'm <laughs> I'm growing impatient. You know, we're – I don't know how far into this podcast we are now, about almost half an hour, and, you know, I, I'm fed up, Ralph. So I've got two things I need to get off my chest right now. Number one, <laughs> the Saints had an interception on Sunday. So go ahead and play the – thank you. Yep, that's what I'm looking for.
1: Just, Just another great contribution that the Italian community
0: has made to this country. <laughs> so th- th- thank you for that I-, I needed to hear that secondly you're welcome um, yeah we're, we're ready I'm ready Italy. to reignite not that it ever went away but Breeze kind of had a quiet game a mediocre game against the Vikings but I'm ready to reignite Breeze for MVP do not like he just went up against Goff yeah, you got to beat the drum.
2: You got to be fair. You got to beat both, the drum, baby.
0: You can't. You can't take players. a day off he, when you can't beat something important. He went up head to head against two guys that are being talked about for MVP. He beat them. He outperformed them. Gurley had sixty-eight yards on the ground. He was stuffed by the Saints' defense. Goff threw a pick. Who he threw a pick too? We just listen to the music. You can play it again if you want, <laughs> Ralph. And thank What's you for that.
2: Anzalone?
0: <laughs> Anzalone. And that
2: uh, but seriously, that and, and brief
0: was, was on off fire. The I mean four touchdowns, you know once again, crazy accuracy. He has one pick on the year and he leads the NFL in completion percentage. He leads the NFL in rating. So I'm gonna tell you this right now. It's a two horse race as far as I'm concerned, between Breeze and Mahomes, and if I hear one goddamn pundit tell me that Mahomes deserves it over Breeze because of yards, if I hear one oh. guy say...
2: Go ahead. Oh, son of a bitch.
0: Or, of leading the league in passing and <laughs> never getting an MVP. <laughs> That's a great point. That's
1: a great point. Um, no, I don't. I, I mean, I don't know. Gurley to me is is more of a a contender than Mahomes, in my opinion. I mean, he's got no. a crazy. He's Get got a crazy here. amount. Of, he's I got mean, like what? 14 touch. He's got a crazy amount of touchdowns. He's got like 16. Yeah, but he's a um, running back. A quarterback is, you know. Well, I, I mean, that, I can almost make the argument but you're, that they- you're right. If it's Breeze, if it's Breeze versus Mahomes, uh, you've got to give it to Breeze. And one because of I I would say one because of his lack of interceptions. Two because of his age, and just out of pure respect. Um, uh, and three because yeah, you can't just give it to Mahomes just because of yardage. That's the that that would be that would be the most bullshit move ever.
2: Well, here's the th- here's the thing is I was thinking a couple of weeks ago that Kansas City's defense was really atrocious and that they may have like a little blip and dip down and not go like 14 and two or 13 and three and they might go like 12 and four. But man, I look at them like they got a pass rush. Like I don't know that they're going to fade. And if they go if they go 14 and two and Mahomes gets breaks the Peyton Manning touchdown pass record, he, it's just going to be hard to, to get it. You know, I don't... Like, we're going to have to beat the drum really hard, Andrew. Like, it's going it's, it's, it's to be an uphill battle. I'm cause, here for it. Because the thing is, yeah. completion percentage isn't as sexy, even if Breeze is at 78%, it isn't as sexy as 57 fucking touchdowns from a home. So it's just... It's an uphill battle. Um... He's, yeah, Breeze, I mean, I gotta,
0: he's got to I, keep winning.
1: I got an ESPN alert on my phone actually not too long ago that said – it was an article. They were pushing an article about you know who's in the running for uh, NFL MVP, and, and it said Breeze, uh, Mahomes, Ryan. W- were they referring to Matt Ryan? Yes. Was I that a reference he's to having a better Ryan?
2: statistical year than his MVP year.
1: Well, that doesn't mean that he deserves it this year. That just—that means he just shouldn't have gotten it that year. It. <laughs> I, lo- I love your—I love your—your—I love your hatred of the Falcons and dismissal of Matt Ryan. That was so smooth and beautiful. Well, but I mean—but I mean seriously. <laughs> though, I mean, is—is—I mean, can can we really put uh, uh, Atlanta hate aside, Falcon hate aside here?
2: I can't put it, that aside. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, then Andrew, putting that aside. I mean, can can we really include Matt Ryan
0: in this conversation? Well, no, because, I mean, we know that it's a popularity contest and and you can't win it without winning. winning. Yeah, Yeah. the Falcons are four and four. So, I mean, (laughs) once again, like if Breeze isn't allowed to be in the discussion, despite being awesome because his team is seven and nine, like never mind the fact that he made the worst defense in NFL history, seven and nine, which in my opinion should make him eligible for MVP. But if we've decided that he's not even in the conversation because of how bad his defense is, Matt Ryan doesn't get an exception. Sorry.
2: Yeah, it's weird with fo- it's weird with football in that winning is such a huge part of the MVP race. Whereas in like
0: baseball, it's just like, like, it's like the Heisman trophy. It's always the best player for the best team.
2: Yeah. But baseball is, is a little bit different. Here's the thing that I would argue. I think it's time for the NFL to separate MVP and quarterback and make quarterback like Cy Young is for baseball for pitchers where you're like, they have a quarterback of the year and they have an MVP and the quarterback can win both. But he shouldn't unless he's like off the charts fucking good. Um, because I just think I mean, it's basically become an MVP, it's basically become the most valuable quarterback. Um, all right, we got to do um, the hot take of the week. And then, of course, is sponsored by the Saints. The hot take of the week is sponsored by JLD Hot Sauce and Knives. Guys, they have the best hot sauce. They're award winning hot sauce. Bucho Liga comes in hot, extra hot, and Thai flavors. Go to jldsharpsauce.com and use the code Saints and get 10% of your off your order today. That's jldsharpsauce.com. This week, the hot take of the the hot take of the week is by me and Dave. You feel free to mock it, but I believe it with all my heart. Right now, the Saints' best corner is P.J. Williams. <laughs> <laughs> he make, he makes more plays. More big plays than all the rest of them motherfuckers in the secondary combined. Yes, Lattimore might be a little bit better, but he looks slow. And I'm telling you, don't tell me Kurt Coleman's better than him. Don't tell me Vaughn Bell's better than him. Who's making more plays? Marcus Williams is invisible. Who is a better defensive back? Eli
0: Apple just sucks.
2: Yes, he tackles dudes without the ball like an all-pro. But P.J. Williams is the best cornerback the Saints have right now. Tell me I'm wrong. You're wrong. Why?
0: I mean, because he's being thrown at constantly, and Lattimore is not because his coverage is good, and quarterbacks don't want to test him. So, yes, he was beat deep by Brandon Cooks, who's faster than almost any corner this week. Um, But that's the one play that you saw. I mean, what we're not seeing is – three quarters of the game where Lattimore has perfect textbook coverage and therefore the ball's not coming his way. It's not a so. lie
2: if you believe it. Breaking news. The new Orleans Pelicans are never fucking winning again. Again.
0: I think Alex Anzalone is our best cover. Our best. Uh, <laughs> I will, I will say this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On the, I think it was the fourth down play that PJ Williams was on Cooks. Um, and he had great coverage on him. I mean, even watching it happen live right there, uh, I watched the whole play go down. And I was actually genuinely impressed because, I mean, PJ was all over Cooks. He was turned and looking at the ball a good. Two seconds, he had he had spotted the ball a good two seconds before Cooks had turned his head. Uh, there was he, he was just all over that, and I remember saying right then and there, "I said that's that's a great play." I mean, that was a really good play. I don't I don't know whether was that a big deal on TV? Was that like a big yeah, deal when you? No, I mean, you? Oh,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, the the thing about PJ Williams is, and it was designed to be a hot take, but I think the guy. I like him because he throws his body around recklessly. He, he tackles like a dude that knows that how he tackles is one of the main reasons he still gets an NFL paycheck. I like that. And I don't, like, I don't, I accept him as that he's not that good of a corner. But Andrew, I just need a little bit balance on the scale. And yes, the scale of bad plays to good plays is not quite even. It's probably like 65 bad, 35 good, maybe 60-40. But as long as the scale is close or getting closer to 50-50, I'm okay with it because that's what you want out of a guy like him, especially from where he was when he was struggling so bad. Uh, And I just wanted to give him some love. Uh, But more on Eli Apple. Besides that I mentioned that he tackles dudes without the ball. Fantastic. What did you see from him? Did you see any hope at all?
0: Uh, I mean, I feel like he contested a couple balls, but no, not really. I mean, it was, I mean, it it was pretty bad, you know, and honestly, um, I mean, he didn't get beat deep, I guess. So maybe that's better than Crawley, but um, at some point, and we're not there yet, but at some point, I, I think you go back to Crawley if he can't get it together.
2: Billy Bando will be excited, Dave. If they go back to Crawley,
1: I am really disappointed in that Twitter account because, again, they could have really, they could have really run with it and and been a little more subtle. You know, don't tweet a hundred times a day. Um, but I, I think they've they, they they ruined it. Whoever's running that account, it's no fun. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's hard to do a it's hard to do a one trick pony account like like a satire account whether it's Donald Trump's tie or you know uh, Michael Thomas's cell Joe Horn's cell phone like those are fun and they get a bunch of followers to start but it's hard to to churn out them jokes every single day.
1: Um but, but this- He he, he wasn't. The whole point of the account wasn't to be a joke account. The point of the account was people thought that that was actually him. And as (laughs) soon as the people who own that account figured out that people thought that that might be, they should have acted accordingly and. And not made it a joke account. They they should have kept leading people on to believe <laughs> uh, that it maybe could. That, that you know we should be debating this right now. Is that account really Ken Crawley or is it not Ken Crawley? I oh my god, it to could be, be Ken Crowley. but it's I not even to
2: be Ken Crawley.
1: Um, but no, but it's man,
2: it's hard. I I have to do that that WWL hit every Monday, man. It's hard to come up with like three minutes of semi funny material. You know, so like coming up with like six, seven tweets a day to make people believe you're Ken Crawley, man, it ain't an easy, it ain't an easy proposition, Dave.
1: You know, I know that we've been doing this podcast for ten years, and I don't think we could put together three minutes of semi funny material from you.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true.
1: We we aren't the number one Saints
2: podcast for quality. We're just number one because we do it every single week, and as the other ones die off, we just keep moving forward
1: like cockroaches
2: that's right that's right we just keep you know in, in 20 in 2024 when the saints are 4 9 and 1 we'll still be here <laughs> god willing um before we get to the the the
1: it'll be an 18 game season by then by the way <laughs> you yeah, <it> probably will <laughs> uh, before we get to the um 4 11 and 1
2: the Bengals game uh, we got some questions. Um, it's, here's a, Andrew, Des Bryant, and it's just an exclamation point? Thoughts? They're working Des Bryant out and Brandon, Brandon Marshall tomorrow. It's, Wait a minute. Um,
1: Wait a minute. Wait, it says it says Des Bryant exclamation point or Des Bryant question mark?
2: No, just Des. It just says Des, exclamation, exclamation, exclamation.
1: Okay, so what, why did you say Des Bryant? Why did you phrase it like a question? <laughs> because I had to phrase it like a question because it's the question segment for Andrew. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you know. Andrew, the, the
1: real question is, Des Bryant!
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, man, Cam Meredith, this guy, as awesome as this offense has been and and – you know, as amazing as it's all working out, you know the one bummer I would say is just that Cam Meredith, especially once Ted Ginn went down, it was a big opportunity for him to kind of, you know, re- revive his career. And it, it just it ha- it's not working out. And you know, I like Traquan Smith a lot, and I feel like every week he's kind of ascending a little bit. So, yeah, I, I don't know how this ends for Cam Meredith, but I'm starting to think cut, like,
2: they wouldn't cut him though. They would just, they would just. I don't,
0: not, I, I, I don't I mean, think they would cut him, but I would, I would just think at this point, like maybe they bought a lemon, you know, and, and yeah. I'm feeling it's not working out, and so. But I mean, you
2: would just. You wouldn't I wonder if they cut the him using IR him like, and bring him back next year and see, right? Well,
0: maybe, yeah, 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 totally. But yes. I, I just, I wonder if the Saints are poking around at some of these vet receivers because they're like, yeah, you know, like we love Thomas, of course, but like, you know, we, we've got Traquan, and then. We could really use a third guy and Austin Carr is not really happening and Meredith's just not there from his knee. So I
2: mean they no look. If they get if a dude gets hurt, they have to sign a wide receiver that's gonna be playing. You know?
1: Right. Um I'll I'll say this about Cam Meredith. Yesterday he spent a lot of time on the sidelines on the stationary bike. Um, and you know who the last guy I saw spending a lot of time on the stationary bike was?
0: Jerusalem?
1: No, nah, uh, Willie Sneed. <laughs> no. He spent a lot of time on that stationary bike last year. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dave, you're you are like you could you could be a sideline reporter and give out nuggets like that. That's a that's that's a better sideline nugget than I've heard on CBS's SEC <laughs> game of the week all fucking year long. <laughs> Um, so let's do some more questions. Um, let's see. Uh, Michael Thomas joke. Hey, Chris Sims. Can you hear me now? Good. Kiss my ass. Not really a question. I asked
0: Dude, best- dude I watched Chris Sims after the game. I was watching the NBC thing and, and they asked him about the Saints and he still refuses to say Breeze's name. He was like, man, they got... He was like, they got a lot of great weapons. Kamara had a great game. Michael Thomas, I mean, what a player. Uh, yeah, the Saints are for real. Like, that was his quote. He, he still refuses to mention Breeze. It's unbelievable.
2: Yeah, he's weird. He, he has this theory belief that, like, the Sean Payton system, like, you could plug in Nathan Peterman and it would roll. <laughs> like, I just, I don't understand it i don't get it it's like it's the weirdest what thing
0: what did what did Bree say to chris sims i don't you know, know you know man. at the end of the game when the two quarterbacks shake hands like obviously Breeze said something about his wife or something <laughs> my his wife did his he ever
2: play versus the saints when he was in tampa
0: yeah he, he must did. have he I did not a couple it. times yeah but this I, is, I, I don't know. He must have lost the game to Breeze, and like he just never <laughs> forgave him for. He's like holds a grudge or something. It's weird.
2: This is from Dylan Dave. When the Saints will the when will the Saints run, run the same trick play that the Patriots ran last night, except with Taysom Hill? Um,
1: what did they run last night?
2: They ran. I think it was, if I remember right, it was. It's it's the um, it's the backwards pass to Edelman. And then Edelman goes deep for a forward pass. I mean that's that's coming, right? I mean they ran that's what they ran that's what they ran with Willie Sneed in Minnesota that Willie Sneed didn't hit, you know?
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And that'll come. I mean they'll have a 3rd thir- they'll have a play that'll be like third or fourth down and one and They'll run that little bubble screen, and it'll freak teams out because they'll throw it out to taste them, and up sitting, you know the the back half Andrew Wright will think, "Oh my God, it's fourth and short. I got to go up there and tackle him." And the Saints dude will just run right by him. I mean, it's that play is coming, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure.
2: Next week, uh, let's see. Um, do you, do you, when. Andrew, when you watch Tom Brady have this much success at 41, do you see Breeze sustaining his performance for another two seasons?
0: Why not? Yeah. I mean, uh, with this offensive line, Thomas and Kamara, you keep pumping him with the best weapons he's ever had and and as good of a line as ever, absolutely.
2: And I just don't see – like, if the Saints are winning and Breeze is playing this good, like, why is he going to leave? Why wouldn't you keep playing – Uh, I don't know. I just, I don't see him walking away from 20 plus million. This is from Don Takana. Listen to his drunk history. It's fantastic. Uh, Do the saints, Dave, do the saints get their next loss against a strong opponent or will it be against the bucks again?
1: Oh, it's going to be against, it's totally against the bucks. It's totally (laughs) against the bucks. The the team. I mean, if we're being serious, the team that worries me is the Panthers, but uh, no, it'll be the bucks. That's for the worst com- team we play. That's right, right? Who's 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 left that's like terrible? For Is Andrew for,
2: for comedy purposes, if the Saints went seventeen and two and won the Super Bowl and their two losses were to Ryan's Ryan Fitzpatrick, would that be <laughs> the funniest oddity ever for a Super Bowl champion?
0: Where do I sign? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: oh this is a good this is a good actual football question from dylan and you can both answer dave you can go first how many wins did the saints need to get the number one seed
1: mm. to guarantee it i'd say 14 but possibly 13 Andrew,
0: uh, yeah i'd say they 14 yeah they need to win 14 I, to get it
2: i think I think 14 you need to do for the number one seed. I think for the number two seed, though, if the Saints can go 5-3 and three in the second half and beat Carolina one time and be 12-4, and four, I think that almost virtually assures them of being the number two because if they beat Carolina once, then Carolina has to go 6-1 and one in the other seven games just to get to 12-4. and four And I don't know if Carolina can do that. You know? You know. So I think the I'm Saints... Yesterday's yesterday. win is really, really has really locked them into the 2 seed which is good at least.
1: Has any team ever lost the first game and then gone undefeated for the rest of the season? No. I don't think That's so. A good question.
2: They have a they've quite a few I mean the the Bears went 18 and 1. The 49ers for one of their title titles went 18 yeah, and Yeah,
0: but one. I don't think either of them lost the opener.
2: No. Um I'm trying to think. The pa- did the Patriots? They got crushed by Denver in an opener one year. I mean, uh, the Bills, and might have won everything else or just lost one more time. Um, but it, I don't think a team's lost the opener and then run the table. Um, why do? <laughs> let me see. Um. Doo, 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 doo. Do you? Oh, we'll get. Well, it's time to get to the Bengals game, but before we get to the Bengals games, two things. One, donate to the podcast, become a patron. Andrew, how many extra shows did we have fucking last week covering the Saints and Bama? It was like one every goddamn day.
1: Oh, are we going to talk about Alabama and Tulane? nope oh well hey man Tulane had
2: the big win the big win of the Fitz era which yeah buddy friend you can listen to his uh they have the podcast I forget the name of it uh that JP uh Fear 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 the wave fear the wave he has a podcast service of all local Louisiana podcasts we're on there too you can find us there go there he's really cool um the yeah Dave Mock LSU, they got their ass kicked, and Tulane had the biggest win of the Fritz, the Fritz era, and they might go to a bowl.
1: We got to win two out of the last three to... Uh... Did Tulane make a bowl last year? No, no. We, we we were... Uh, yeah, we, we. it was arguable whether our quarterback scored a touchdown on the last play of the entire oh, season. Oh, no, yeah, and I remember that is, play. The
2: thing is, Tulane is going to be favored in two of their last three, and... They can still win their division if they run the table. They can. Oh, we win can go to rule. the
1: championship game. We can go to the American Athletic Conference championship game if we And, win the and, and Dave,
0: you'll have uh, LSU to thank for giving you their quarterback.
1: <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, seriously, McMillan has—he's now two and zero. Yeah, he's yeah, looking
0: good. Now I'm glad, man. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're excited. This Our homecoming this, this weekend actually means something. This Tulane football
2: talk has been brought to you by mybookie.com. You bet. You win. They pay. Mybookie.com. Use happy twenty five. Get an extra twenty five dollars on your donation. They match you dollar for dollar. Uh, mybookie.com. They're fantastic. Go to them. Go to them now. Andrew.
0: Wait. I want to do this. So tell me about. So if I go to mybookie.com, what what do I have to do?
2: You use and the code, code happy twenty I- five, and you get an extra twenty five dollars on your donation. For and free. They, yeah, free. And you, they match your donation. Uh, the first $100 you put in, you get double what you put in. So if you put in 100 nice. and you use the, Saints, the code HAPPY25, you'll have $225 in the account. Boom.
0: Oh, nice.
2: To gamble. You know, for people that like to internet gamble and aren't near the Gulf Coast and can't go to the casinos and lay money down on the money line. So, Saints... Dave, they're in Cincinnati. It's going to be cold. It's going to be like a how, high how of I I believe. Um, it's going to be a high of fifty something and a low of thirty three. Well, okay, and... so
1: it'll be. But the game's at noon, right, or whatever. Yeah. So it'll be okay. So it'll be the high. It'll be fifty something. That's a good. That's good football weather. Yeah. Yeah.
2: The high is 49 degrees, a low of 33. The Saints are 9-11, including playoffs since 2006, when the temperature is 50 degrees or below at kickoff. The Saints are a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. A.J. Green is not going to play. Carl Lawson is not going to play. They're a good defensive end. And um, the Bengals, when they don't have A.J. Andy when they don't have AJ Green Andy Dalton is usually a disaster but the Saints are favored by four and a half Dave who you got
1: I mean obviously I've uh, I've got the Saints I mean on paper uh, you know we just finished gushing about the Saints and we I've been listening all day about how the Saints may you may you could make the argument that they're the best team in the NFL so um, obviously this is a game the Saints should win the weather doesn't bother me too much um AJ Green being out is a, is a huge plus um, you know the Bengals are a decent team year in and year out they're always uh, they always show up they can't win in the playoffs if they ever do make the playoffs but that's their own issues um, but they're a good team Andy Dalton's a good quarterback um, they've got a decent defense
0: uh whoa, 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 whoa. they're 32nd in the league in defense Dave the Bengals, dead, Wait, they're
2: thirty second. I did not know that. Dead,
0: oh, that can't be. Dead, look it up. Look it up. Dead
1: fucking last. In, in
0: in yards per game. The combination of Jameis Winston and Ryan Fitzpatrick threw for like five hundred yards on them. And uh, did who lit them up this weekend? Uh, Their secondary is a.
2: They were off I mean, this weekend, it, it, I believe.
0: Okay. They got lit well, up. What, they got good up by
2: Kansas City. They've yeah, given Mahomes. up Yeah, Mahomes is,
0: threw for like 500 yards on them.
2: They've given up 23, 23, 21, 36, 17, 28, 45 and 34 points.
1: Okay, so that's yeah, that's points, but yards per game they're ranked 26. They're not dead last.
0: No, they're I just think they're they're dead last.
1: What are you talking about? They they average giving up three hundred and forty-four point three.
0: Oh wait, hold on. This is still on offense. Never never
2: I did okay, not know. That is did that you, is you, a shit together. together. Don't
0: ever question me.
1: Hold on. I'm still questioning. Yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> um well, I gotta say, that's really surprising.
0: It is. Um, I'm a little stunned but, by that. But it's yeah, but it's sound- secondary. I mean, they give up. They, <laughs> they give up 450 like, yards. Yeah, a game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're
1: passion. I mean, they still have uh, Gino, right? I mean, their their defensive line is probably decent, uh, right? No, it's not Gino. Loss, it's Gino not...
0: booked. Gino booked one of my bands for his wedding. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Carlos Dunlap and uh, Gino Atkins. But I don't know, man. Like again, offensive line. Like I just. Right, right. Teams with good pass Jesus. rushes don't really scare me right now. <laughs> I, I know that's really weird and to Cincinnati say. And but... Cincinnati
2: doesn't even qualify as having a good pass rush, in my opinion. Not, not in their current state.
0: Right. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean,
1: but I mean, but they're they're capable of of playing a good football game and putting. I mean, as
0: long as Breeze, you know, as long as the cold weather doesn't turn him into a pumpkin, as long as he doesn't go with the gloves, <laughs> just keep the goddamn <laughs> gloves off. Anyway, um, Saint
1: should win this one. Um, but I, I think it, I think it might be closer than we're all hoping, you know, maybe because the saints, uh, maybe the players are starting to get a little cocky or a little too comfortable. Um, I'm hoping this isn't like one of those, uh, wake up games, but I'm going to say, it does, uh, it
0: does kind of feel like a trap game a little yeah, bit. Yeah.
1: I wasn't going to say trap, but you know, just a little, you know, I, I think they, they, they they might start off a little slow in in this game and realize, oh shit, we can't just phone it in and, and beat a team yeah. like this. We we still have to actually play. Um, so I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Saints thirty two Bengals twenty seven. Um, and uh, I am gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Watson. As my oh. player of the game, oh, he had
2: a quality. He a quality baby reveal. Uh Cannot if he would have had like right. a would have had kids. like a blue shirt underneath. Oh, I guess it's twins. But I guess if anyone he, knew he had, had like a like a blue prop or a or a pink prop to go with putting the ball in his underneath his jersey, that would have been <laughs> top
0: notch. Uh, ben Watson's wife went to high school with my wife. They ran track together.
2: He's gonna have, se- after the twins come. He's gonna have seven kids.
0: Yeah, A lot of fortunately, twins. he yeah. could afford them. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't seven know that. <laughs> can, can anyone <laughs> afford seven kids? I mean, <laughs> I mean even Breeze stopped. School. Even Breeze stopped at four. <laughs> <laughs> seven kids in private school, man. That is
2: expensive. Yeah.
0: I mean, I, I don't think an Advocare sponsorship can cover seven kids. <laughs>
2: so uh and he better, he better
0: he better keep writing those books <laughs> he needs to
2: he needs to write those books he, he maybe he can be like a he can become like a pundit on like cNN or wherever uh and and still pull in like six seven figures because he's gonna need it man seven seven kids at like private school like twenty thirty grand a year man you're talking two hundred grand a year
0: yeah. school alone what why
1: do they have to go to private school
0: because I mean, he lives it's... in New
1: Orleans? I don't oh, know if he does. On, I don't know whether his wife and kids live in New Orleans. That
0: that might not yeah. be true. But...
2: I mean, I figured they would go to private well, school. Well, she's,
0: she's from Baton Rouge. She's so the I upper mean,
2: 1% uh-huh. of the income yeah. people in America. So, Andrew, who you got? Saints, four and a half point favorite, but it's ticking up. In fact, it's five uh, on
0: footballbox.com. I'm going to say Saints 45, Bengals 17, oh, I think. I, I no think. No way. Breeze is white hot right now. I think I think it's going to be ugly early. I think the Saints are going to blitz him right from the first snap. And I just think the fans are going to check out. And it's just, it's just, you know, it's going to be a, a smooth sail in second half. Um, I, I just think this is going to be one of those games where – The Saints are firing on all cylinders right now. They're playing really good, and I would be more nervous with A.J. Green because he's just such a great receiver. But now, you know, with him out, I just don't think Andy Dalton's going to know what to do. Um, I think he's going to throw a pick early, and the Saints kind of run away with this one. So uh, I think because the Bengals are so bad with their secondary, I think this is going to be one of those games where Sean Payton spreads it out um, you know Austin Carr is going to get a touchdown. It's going to be one of those games, <laughs> you know, where where, where Breeze throws 55 times and they don't run because they don't need to, and they just. I'm going to give my MVP to Breeze. I think he throws five TDs.
1: Five TDs. Yeah. Wow.
0: And I, I don't think, think
1: any of this is happening.
0: And I think Cam Jordan's going to have three sacks.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. My wife is doing a wedding in Vegas. So I am on daddy duty starting on Wednesday all by myself. So if I'm still all alive...
0: By yeah. If I'm,
2: if I'm still alive come Sunday, I'll be enjoying the game and getting drunk. And my son will be playing uh, Learn Spanish on the iPad because I'm a great dad. <laughs> so... I'm going to say this is going to be like Dave, big- Dave,
0: do you also, I mean, I, I'm guilty of this too. I'm just curious, Dave, are, do you, are you heavy on screen time during saints games? Uh, no, I mean, uh, it depends on what we're doing.
1: You know, we find ourselves, I feel like this season we found ourselves out somewhere watching the games. Like we went to the fly to watch the Vikings game, uh, we watched that outside, that like a tailgate thing. That was really cool.
0: Um, See, I can't do that. I need to be in my element. Nah, no, no, distraction.
1: No, I can be distracted. I have, I have to be able to hear the game though, and, and be able to watch it undisturbed. But I can have things going on around me. Um, so, uh, but uh, no, we're we're pretty, uh, we're pretty. We crack down on the screen time. We don't do screens uh, uh, at restaurants or anything like that. Uh, we, we limit that, that stuff.
2: We do at us. restaurants and different things, but other places we do not. I mean, at the, for football games, we what I try to do is I try to like wear him out a little bit. And then during the football games, I try to... I want to brainwash him. I've got him totally brainwashed and psyched for LSU. Like, he was psyched for the Alabama game until I put him to bed. He was probably lucky that he didn't get to see LSU just get destroyed. But for the Saints, I'm having his, I'm having a little bit of trouble because the Saints don't have fun, like, fight songs, and I don't have as many props for the Saints as I do for LSU. I got tiger paws and tigers and hats and different things. Um, so he gets a lot of screen time there the Saints. For LSU, we do celebrations and whatnot. So I'm a terrible parent during Saints games, is that's the bottom line. Um
0: you just go so, buy him a flip phone at the liquor <laughs> store. <laughs> we, we know you're gonna make a stop at the liquor store soon, Ralph. I so know. just go ahead and buy the flip phone with it. <laughs> but by the way, I, I mean what liquor store has a fucking flip phone? <laughs> I don't know. I, I only I thought
2: only drug dealers still had flip phones. Drug dealers and NCAA football coaches that are doing nefarious things in the recruiting game. Those are the only two people I thought still had flip phones. Um, I'm going to say this game is going to be like the Bears game last year where the Saints win and they end up winning and covering the spread and everything's fine. But for like three quarters, you're like, not really worried they're going to lose, but you're like, could you put this away already? Could you just put it away? And the Saints are never quite going to put it away, and it's going to end up being 31 to 21 Saints, and it's going to be bumpy, and it's kind of going to be really messy and maybe a turnover or two in the first half. Uh, I'm going to say my MVP is going to be... mm, I'm going to give it to um, Anzalone got a pick last game. You know what? I'm going to say Sheldon Rankins is going to have another monster game. and He's going to get himself another two sacks. He's going to get a two sacks, and he's going to have a fat guy touchdown. We haven't had a fat guy touchdown for the Saints in a long, long time. <laughs> time. So that's my pick, Sheldon Rankins. So um, that wraps it up. Uh it, it up. <laughs> wrap, wrap it up. Oh, by the way, the Cowboys are getting rolled in their own stadium on Monday night, and uh I think they have a backup quarterback. Oh, they were doing a trick play. They tried to throw it to Dak. I thought they
0: had a backup. Yeah, did you just see that play? That play was a disaster. It was they
2: barely, I was like they barely what? got the
0: hands. Who did it? Up. Who do they think they have, Taysom Hill? I was like, why
2: do they have a midget playing quarterback? What happened to Dak? Um, But they just did a trick play with Cole Bleasley that was a fucking disaster, as Dave said. So, um, for Dave, for Andrew, uh, I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed.
0: Okay, it's time to commit. The ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. We're driven by
2: the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences.